Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about magic and society and how magic would impact any society. And we were talking about fantasy worlds, but you can even think about Star Wars, right? And stuff like that. So they say that's kind of like science fantasy. When we were talking about it, we were wondering, you know, what fundamental differences or how much different would society be if magic was real or if magic was prevalent. Yes. Yes. So a lot of it depends on how much magic there is in the world and how much magic people, uh, sentient beings, can wield. You know, if there's a lot of magic and and people can't wield a lot of magic, then wield that magic, then you're just kind of like affected by nature. But if people can wield magic and do stuff, then that changes, that could change society quite a bit, I'm thinking. Okay, for example, I think if, if magic was really prevalent, then a lot of things would be different. For example, you know, war would be different because if there were battle mages, they would definitely be the battles would center around mages who would be be able to throw or wield, you know, a lot of magic, like throw fireballs, throw lightning bolts and stuff like that. That would make it a different kind of war. That would be make war a lot different. Like I said, it all depends on how much, how many magic users there is in the world or how many people who, who can practice magic and how much magic they can practice, right? And how much power they want. Oh, well, yeah, or a wield, yeah. So, but, you know, if you if there's a lot of magic, but you could only, like, maybe light a, a, a candle, then, you know, that's not going to have a lot of impact in war. Large lightning storms and stuff like that, then it would be a lot different. War would be different. Also would be different would be society itself, right? We use D&D as an example. You can create stuff, right? You can, can't you create stuff in magic? make things you can make a what do you call it like a bountiful feast or something like feed make food so literally you could create things out of nothing and if it can't be out of nothing no you just have to be manipulating the energy well i understand the practicalities of what what happens but still it's basically you're making stuff out of nothing what happens in that case let's say you know if every household has a has a magic user and they can create food and water all time anytime you know as long as they have enough energy or whatever have enough sleep and D, then would that make people would that make it a post-scarcity world like star trek right because star trek doesn't people don't work for a living really i doubt it right so everybody would be fed as much as you know they wanted maybe everybody would be fat i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of interesting you know what what, what uh, how far would society be changed by such you know such things as magic like in that sense maybe people wouldn't be sick anymore right i doubt it <laughs> well i mean think about it if if you got sick and oh oh johnny's sick well boom uh you know uh, a few magic words uh wave your hand a little bit boom he's not sick anymore right but you're saying everybody doesn't have the magic only certain people well i'm not saying that it's, it depends on your setting it depends on your world so you're saying everybody is magical well it could be it all depends on how prevalent it is, right? If every household had a magic user, you you're would... saying a magic user in a household. You're not saying all of them are magic users. No, well, they all could be. You know, they could I be... have serious doubts that this would work. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it would. It's, it's realistic, but I'm saying is if if there's a lot of magic users out in the world, like let's say Eberron, right? The, the setting. There's a lot of magic in that world. Everything's run by magic. Magic. There's like there's there's a street what they call it like a like a rail car like a like a train it runs by magic right so and then there's a there's no lights i mean there's no need for f- torches and stuff because everybody has lights you know like on a lamp post but they're magical lamp posts 
So there's no need for, you know, lighting torches and stuff. That's pretty, that's a high magic world, I think. But doesn't it have its own problems with well, all of its yeah. high magic? Of course, of course, there's going to be problems, I guess. The problem with, with everybody having magic is, I don't think that would work. You don't think it would work? I don't think that everybody would have the magic. I think only certain people would be able to actually wield it, and they would either it would either go one of two ways. Oh, okay. They would either be all powerful, and everybody would be serving them, or they would be hunted down and killed. Whoa, whoa, hey, you went dark there. In a world that has magic, you think people would either hunt them down, or they would be totally gonzo crazy, mad, hungry with power. I'll go with that hypothesis. <laughs> That's very yin and yang of you, but I or whatever. Well, in a world, obviously D and D isn't like that, right? D and D worlds aren't like that. Neither, uh, what's it is not like that. Uh, <laughs> Most of the people in D and D world don't have magic. Only people who study it have it. Well, now you have sorcerers, so anybody could be. A... Only if you're born that way. Well, well, yeah, I understand, but like you know, you you. It all depends on what the GM says. But for example, you know. Uh, but who's the first person you kill in D and D in your party? In a party that's attacking you, who do you go after? The magic user. Why? <laughs> because they're the most powerful. the The fighters are going to kill you easily, probably, or you're going to have to stand toe to toe with them and fight for however. And you may win, you may not. But if there is a mage or a or a wizard, or a shaman, and the your shamans in D and D are always are always vicious. So, are you talking about a person like mine? Yes, I'm or talking about you personally. Shamans in general, <laughs> they always have an evil plot. Well, that well, no, no, I wouldn't say evil. They have their own plots. You think there they're you evil? There you go. They have okay. their own plots. And <laughs> who's the first person that you kill? I don't know who. Always go after the magic user. <laughs> Otherwise, your party's not going to make it. Okay, so. You, you, okay, but all oh, right, but you're talking. Well, in D and D, there's magic, and there's no uh, nobody goes out and hunts magic users. Well, the wizards are kind of nuts sometimes, right? They are all either trying to create different things, do different things, but they don't like share their magic with the world. They don't heal everybody. Well, healing is in D and D. D and D is handled, and healing in D and D is handled by clerics usually. Clerics and there's paladins who can do it so somewhat, but. Clerics are the ones that can do like the mass healing and the this mad, you know. But I'm including them in the magic world. <laughs> I understand. I'm, I'm just saying clerics in the magical world. So, but clerics are kind of like medics or or uh, or healers, but they're, but right? They're, but they're wheeling magic, right? I mean, it's just it's, it, whether whether you base it on faith, you base it magic comes from a god or from trees or whatever. They're still wielding a sort of magic. So I'm including them in this in this group of people who cast spells so if you have clerics and you have magic users like D&D then you have you know you have the potential for a post scarcity post uh, what is it post sickness world where everybody's healthy and happy I love playing the devil's advocate against Saul because he <laughs> hates it but, no, but already I, I'm just going to give you a, a okay. real world example oh, so women have always been on the edge of society when it comes to there's always been women they call them cuanderas healers the old witch that has remedies that'll make a liniment that's gonna help you okay they're gonna put 
goose plaster on your chest when you get sick and okay, okay. they always consider those that magic the hedge magic whatever you want to call right, it right 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 what happened to those women when when anything went wrong in a in a in a town they're the ones that they came after saying that you are okay. working with the devil and you right, right. and they went after them there's a whole throughout history you have seen them so i see magic users one way or another right I guess. either you're I, in 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 the real world, anyone who has that kind of a where they they learn herbs and can heal people, even except for of course, you know the what doctors because doctors aren't aren't really aren't really considered magical, right? But they really do do magic things to heal you if you don't know what they're doing, right? If you don't understand it. So basically, people don't understand what's going on. So they go after the person they don't understand because they don't want them to have that much power over them, even if there's a magical world. So something like that is going to either happen. You, you use the example of Star Trek. I know I gave that one to you, but I even told you that in Star Trek, even though it's a post, what did you call it? Scarcity. Post-scarcity world. There's still war. There's still people that aren't within the Starfleet. Federation. The Federation. And... Those planets are still oppressed and have well, lots yeah. of problems, and everybody, all society, has different things going on. No, I agree with that. I mean, so that- I have serious doubts that there's going to be a, a utopian magical society. <laughs> well, that could just I, be me. Yeah, I think you'd be a little negative there. For example, your Kurandera and all these other examples. If they're real, we're, I'm not going to question if they have real magic yeah, or you, not. You better be careful. But if they could wield magic uh, in the sense that if they could throw a fireball. And let's say they come and oh we're gonna we're gonna go, you know burn the witch or hang her or whatever float her in a pond and she comes out of her little hut and says you know what I ain't dealing with this crap you freaking step one foot forward I'll blow you people away and she throws a fireball let me tell you the pitchforks and those people are gonna freaking run away right because that's real power real magic like in Dark Dungeon Bad Illusion to a Satanic Panic pamphlet but. Magic was real, and you could wield that kind of magic. I don't think people are going to come after you. I mean, they might, you know, try to hire an assassin to come after you in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, and maybe, maybe, maybe they'll catch, maybe they'll be able to kill you. But if you could, you know, I mean, I guess if they kill people all the time, like you know, maybe it was a, there used to be a society where magic was really prevalent, and they really got, you know, uh, screwed over by by this cabal of. of of magic users and somehow people were able to overthrow their magical overlords and they banned magic users and then that i mean that that might be that's a totally different world but where magic is readily available and usable by many people people are not gonna like pitchfork them and you know let's rent them out of town so in that scenario then those the magic users are gonna have a lot of power right that is true so then then there's the, I have two ideas about this, which Saul laughs at me. Either they're going to be the kings and they're going to want the power. And then that means they're going to fight each other because they're, because sooner or later they're going to be crazy, right? Because they want to have all the power. I think you're looking at ancient Rome in this endeavor of, of how much they, they needed power and crave power and, and killed each other left and right to cement the power and stay in charge and become. I don't have to go ever. back that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm not saying that that there wouldn't be any fighting and stuff, but it would, but society itself would be, you know, vastly changed. I may or may not agree with you, 
but I think it would be more like how priests are or used to be in in medieval and less modern times. You're talking about magic users being priests. Uh, the the idea that that, that they that they would be the advisors to the kings and they would be the ones who really ran the society but didn't actually but let somebody else believe they did so that they would be protected. Oh, like a buffer, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. I think in D&D, the different worlds, Komir uh, uh, is, for lack of a better term, a nation. And they have the the council, of, they have a council of wizards, but they also have the regular people, right? The, they have the, the, the noble class, and then they have something else, I forget what. But anyway, I think it's just the common people. But wizards play a huge part in directing the, their nation. And then in uh, Waterdeep, which is, there is no nation, but it is a, a city-state, it is in the, by, oh, but the Council of Nine or the Council of whatever. The Lords of Waterdeep? The Lords of Waterdeep. They're, some of them are hidden, though, right? Mm-hmm. But there is a, a, a leader of Waterdeep. And I'm sure some of the Lords of Waterdeep are, are magic users, right? But they're, um, also, yeah. they're also like regular assassins. They also have their own agendas. Right. So it's just like anybody else, right? But there is a there's a... A mad wizard there, and, there? There, and there's a giant tomb that goes down hundred, oh, yeah, a hundred yeah, yeah. things. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, for example, the city of Splendor, right? That is a huge city. I forget how many people it holds. It might be a million. Is that the city that floats? No, no, city uh, Waterdeep. That's the one by. Um, I know Waterdeep. You said the city of Splendor. That's what it's called. Oh, I think I have not heard it referred to oh, as yeah. that. Okay, maybe I forget. Maybe it's not city of Splendor. Anyway. But it's this large city that has a huge population, and you know, imagine if you had a, you know, you had a, if magic was really prevalent, you know, you could deal with stuff like garbage and and sewage in a in a very, you know, of course, you know, you wouldn't want to be the the wizard of sewage because you know, whatever, however, you want to deal with that by either making it not exist or burn it or whatever, you know, of course, it might cause pollution. But so you, you know, I don't know if I would want to be the magic of, of in charge of that. But you could, and you could eliminate garbage, and you could eliminate, you know, things that would make your city dirty if there was enough magic in the world. <laughs> you look at me like I'm crazy. I'm still thinking about a post-scarcity world, right? So, I mean, I, I hate to harp on it, but if if you could, if somebody gets hurt, oh, well, somebody dies, right? Boom, we rush them to the clerics within, I forget how much time. They could raise the dead. Boom, they're back up. There you go. Would it would it eliminate money? Like if if people if there was a magic user in their own you know let's say there's a magic user in every household that could create food and water and all that they could create stuff like the the replicator which was I heard from uh, from people who wrote stories for it that they hated the replicator right because they could just make anything they wanted in a magical world you could you basically you could have a replicator and every in per, a person could replicate anything they want make anything they want. I don't think they let them replicate guns. I know that, but in 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 a magical sense, they can make anything they want. They could replicate guns. They just don't. Story wise, they just don't let them do that. So okay. there you go. So I mean, what, what do you think about that? That would fundamentally change society if there was people didn't die from accidents, people didn't die die from sickness because people wouldn't get sick, or if they got sick, they would take them to the cleric and boom, you're you're fine. So you're saying they would never die. No, 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 I'm not saying that. They would just, it's still age. But then again, there's some spells that, isn't there some spells that make you young again? I'm sure I'm you can work sure. on it. I'm sure you can work on it. I'm sure <laughs> someone would work on it. So you have this you know, utopian society. I don't, okay. <laughs> now, I'm not saying there's not going to be other societies outside of that, that that may not like this society. But like, 
like just like <laughs> like Star Trek, like you said, there's the there's the Federation, and then as they expand their imperialistic ideas, they come across other people who don't believe the same thing. Okay, let's go with a different genre. <laughs> let's go with Star Wars. Whoa. What happened to the people who wielded the magical force? I agree. You're right. I agree in the sense that they all got killed, but because that was in the story, and people were really dumb to not see the whole, what is it, the... Emperor? The Emperor, yeah, he's right there with you guys and all this BS. And, oh, yeah. uh, don't start. Yoda was really dumb. Not seeing it. Anyway, but but in that case, there wasn't a lot of magic, right? How many, how many in a galaxy of, I can't even, I can't even think of a large number of people, there was, what, 10,000 Jedi? How many Jedi was there? I think that's a more realistic world for for magic. So, oh, so you're saying magic users would be less than, than like I'm saying your idea that everybody wields magic is not everybody, but a huge. I mean, there's a possibility of large. You're saying that fifty percent of people oh, would 50, wield magic. Oh, I'm thinking, you know, a family of five, one percent. I mean, one person. That's what twenty percent. Twenty percent of the people uh, magic. Yeah, look at most parties, right? You look at most party adventuring parties that go out. There's, you know, let's say a party of a party of five, <laughs> not an allusion to some TV show, but a party of five adventurers. One of them is at least a, a magic user. If you're lucky. And if you throw in a cleric, that's two out of five. Sorry. And I don't know the percentage off the top of my head what two out of five is, but it's higher than like what thirty three percent. Yeah, see what do you got to say about that. Magic is real. You know, so I'm thinking, you know, we talked about magic affecting structures and how it would be different if things could fly and all sort of stuff. But magic, if magic were real, it would definitely be able to change society. All depending on how much how much magic there was in the world and how much you could use it. Is there magic in Call of Cthulhu? Is there magic? No, it's supposed to be in the real world. So the only, the only thing that has magic, well, the only thing that has magic is Cthulhu, but there's... He's a god. He doesn't need magic. Well, that's the magical thing, right? That he's a god, right? That's that seems if magical. If you say so. But there's people, and I think supposedly uh, he he or she or whatever it Cthulhu whatever it is, uh, and there's various gods that bad things that can come through and destroy eat the world. Uh, but there's like the bad guys. They they they, they get this uh, knowledge, right? This uh, what do you call it? I forget. I don't know. Not ancient knowledge. I guess it could be ancient oh, knowledge. Arcana. Yeah, arc. Yeah, and they can, and they can, and practitioners or followers of certain sects can, sects of of gods, can perform. That's groups rites. of people, not females yeah, yeah, and not males. Yeah, sex is yeah whatever. Uh, different groups of people can, you know, followers or, or what do you call them? Cult members. They can perform, you know, weird. Uh, magical cult rites and they can wield magic as far as i remember i think they can and they or they or they can make portals that cause creatures to come through and stuff like that so if if your idea of this great utopian magical society why isn't there a game about it why is there a setting like that i think people are more realistic and don't believe that i mean i can i, I understand the question and i just don't understand the the thinking behind your thinking behind it that that it would create a utopian society. Well, I think it would just create more problems. <laughs> you are a little bit more pessimistic than I am, and I'm a little bit more optimistic in certain senses. I think, you know, I'm more gullible also. So I think most people, I would think most people would use it for good, but 
but then you're right. You know, you know, you look at you look at history and you look at people in power, and sometimes they don't make the best decision or you know the best decision for the greater good. But but I think so. Most people think they're doing that, but but maybe not. I don't know. But you're right. I think in a magical society, magic users would be you would have a large amount of power, and that may make you know normal people jealous or nobles jealous or you know maybe nobility would be tied to how much magic you ha- you have. Or wield. Yeah. Right? There'll be a, you know. So, I think, you know, it all depends on how much magic there is in the world. If there's a lot of magic, then I think uh, this post-scarcity utopian society could exist. But but then there would be all this vying for power. Like, who's going to be in charge? And then that could create a big ruckus, right? And then then you're right. Then, they, you know, if these wizards are like, it's it's like superheroes, right? That's what I'm thinking about. If it was like, like uh, what is it? Batman versus Superman. I think mm-hmm. that was one of the fights. I think, or I don't forget which one. But there's one where Superman is fighting somebody, and they're just like going crushing through buildings. It wasn't Batman versus Superman. It was the one before that. Superman one, Superman two, Superman Returns. Anyway, there there's this there's an extremely long scene where Superman is fighting some bad dude that's like Superman, right? And they're like throwing each other, and they're throwing each other into buildings, and buildings are collapsing, and they're like literally going through like. You know, I don't say New York, but a, a big city that has multiple tall buildings, and they're going right through like ten buildings at a time, <laughs> right? And you know, they're throwing each other and throwing spells at each other, or eye beams or whatever, and cutting the building in half, and literally destroying a build, destroying the city. Well, if you think about, it, there's people in those buildings. I think that was the whole point of Batman versus Superman, right? Batman. Was uh had a building and one of his and one of his and one and his people got killed his employees and he got extremely upset. He was like, "These guys got to be c- under control. They're they're killing people left and right." And who knows how many thousands of people got killed in that fight scene because Superman and the other guy can't kill each other. What's the point? I don't know, see. I don't remember what the point was, but you know they could just like have a staring contest. It would be just as equally as as productive as throwing each other through buildings. So Batman gets pissed and he he goes after Superman, right? Yes. Right. So in a world, in a world where there's magic, right? And these wizards are like, let's say they get pissed off at each other, start throwing fireballs at each other, and they could throw shields, and you know, and the little people get killed, right? Just yes. The commoner gets killed. Let's say the, you know the, between two wizards, there's a duel, like Batman Superman, and a few hundred people get killed. And people go, man, these guys. Have like no freaking thought about us. You know they could go out and fight out in the field, but you know, but they don't give a crap. Just like Master Superman and I don't know, that other dude. And so people might go, hmm, let's gotta get rid of these people, right? That's your thing. Where you know I think they people could come together and say, you know, you know, poison them or stick a dagger in their while they're sleeping. They gotta sleep. So in that case, that could happen, and I understand that. So that would make an interesting world, you know, where something like that happened. And people rebelled and killed off all the the magic users, and then you know you're born and you are you know a magic user. Like let's say the let's say you're you're in a party, you know you're a group of adventurers, or you're not even a group of adventurers. You're just all born with magic, but you're hiding it somehow, even if it's a little magic. Yes. And there was another there was another book set of books called uh, Mark Piers Anthony called a spell for comedian chameleon in that world everybody had a spell that they could throw that's some of them were very limited right and some of them were, 
more useful than others, right? Some people could light candles, some people could do this, and some, but it was one thing they could do. So everybody had that ability, except for Chameleon, who had no magical ability, which kind of set him or her apart. I don't remember who it was. I thought it was an interesting concept, and that's kind of a concept like mine, where everybody has a magical ability, but it was very limited by one thing. Now, some people could throw fireballs, but some people could, like, you know, Throw water on the create fireballs. A water, create yeah. a cup of water, right? Yeah, exactly. So obviously there were some people who were very highly sought after or were obviously in charge and some people who were not. But I didn't really delve that too much into it. I just read that one book because Pierce Anthony wrote freaking like crazy amount of books. And I didn't, at the time, I wasn't an avid reader of a lot. No, I didn't read a ton of books. And certainly nothing the size of those books. So they were pretty big for me when I was younger. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking post-scarcity still. Would there be jobs? What would people do? If people could create, oh, you, oh, you need a, a horseshoe? Oh, here you go. And just, because a, a blacksmith, if he was a blacksmith, and you know, whatever you want to call it, and he would, uh, could make stuff. But I guess you could charge for that service. You'd be charging for services. I mean, would there be money? I don't know. I don't know if there'd be jobs or money. Like Star Trek, right? What do people in Star Trek do? Whatever they want. Whatever they want, right? They could just... Eh, just they all work. Do they work? Don't they? I don't know. Why would you want to work if you could just, like, you know, sit at, sit in your in your estate and raise grapes and make wine in your chateau? Why would you? Until evil comes along and you have to go <laughs> defeat it. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean... What, I, mean I don't know. I, I think that this is... A, the The... <clears throat> the idea of uh, <laughs> a post-scarcity uh, fantasy world is uh, ludicrous. Yeah, I have a hard time with it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm at a loss. To, to, I, I got to write this day down. It I actually made Jolene say she has nothing to say. Anyway, I think it's an interesting subject. I think it's a uh, if you're going to run a fast any kind of world where there's a lot of magic, you got to consider <laughs> how much magic there is in the world and how much people can use that magic. Because if there's a lot of magic, like Lord of the Rings, there's a lot of magic. It seems like. But there's not a lot of magic users, right? What, four or five of them? Gandalf. Well, in the books, there's three of them. Gandalf, uh, Radagast. there's a couple more. And Saruman. There's a couple of blue wizards that took off and never heard of them again. But but those are the three that are. And and what kind of magic do they do? One crazy nutty talks to animals. Okay, big deal. Uh, what does Gandalf do? Well, he causes that shield, right, that protects them on the bridge or protects himself. Other than that, did he ever do anything? He talked to a butterfly. Wow. Real powerful there. It was a moth. What else? Oh, they did throw each other around, the two magic mm-hmm. users. They did throw each other. Hey, that was a nice fight. Nobody else got hurt in that fight, right? They're just throwing each other around the ground. And Sormon, what did he do? He didn't do jack either. Except throw around the wizard. And then throw Gandalf up on top. He had Gandalf minions. was so weak, he couldn't even like fly off the freaking top of that tower. Huh? Any D&D... Any D and D magic user could have would have feather fall because that's one of the ones they always get because they don't want to die from falling. Just whoo, leap off the side and through feather fall and sail his way his butt down to the ground and run away. So it's an interesting topic. So yes, but I was saying in Lord of the Rings there is a lot of magic. There seems to be a lot of magic in, you know in the world, but people don't wield magic. Is what I'm saying. I understand. Okay, there you go. That's all I gotta say. Okay. So this is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And you have a good day.